Hello there. Do you sometimes doom scroll on your phone or your computer and wonder why on earth the world feels like it's falling to pieces, that everything's on fire, that crazy things are happening everywhere, including in your own backyard, and that suddenly it's just all far too scary to be able to handle and cope with because everything is terrible. Part of that is what we call social cohesion. Basically, it's you feel how you should feel when everything is terrible. But is everything really terrible? Now, when it comes to media theory, often that's not the case. And I'll give you some examples a little bit later on in this video. So you can sit there going, oh, oh, okay, cool. And hopefully, hopefully make you feel a little bit better. But before I do that, I'm going to give you some examples of how social cohesion theory works and how important it is for things like mainstream media and social media in creating social cohesion or destroying it. So the idea behind social cohesion is that there's pretty much a commonality that glues society together so that it works. And when things start falling apart or start becoming unstuck, we start feeling like things aren't working the way that they're supposed to and society is in some shape, way or form crumbling into a former shadow of itself. There's a couple of really important things to remember in this. First of all, in terms of how media works in social cohesion, everybody... Almost everybody on the planet has some sort of connection to media in some form, be that watching television, reading on the paper, listening to the news, that kind of thing. But while we all share a connection to media in general, we don't all share the same media. And that's really clearly obvious in the United States, where you have different media outlets with really strong political biases that play into their market and how they see social cohesion working and what they can do to pull it to pieces. In Aotearoa, New Zealand, most of our media is actually pretty broad. It does have a little bit more of a right-wing bias to it, but other than the odd notable exception, most of our media is trying its best to be fairly evenly balanced. The big problem with social cohesion theory, though, is that it really is reliant on a whole bunch of outside factors that media can't really deal with, or adjust to, or answer to. It's things like whether or not you were born Māori, or Pacific Islander, or Asian, or European. It's whether or not you grew up with money, or without, if you're rural, or if you're urban-based. There's a whole bunch of different mitigating factors that come into play to how you define social cohesion and what a functioning society looks like, which can be really problematic. It means that there are organizations and individuals out there who can kind of play up to the specific group that they want to talk to and how they believe social cohesion should work. And here is an example for you from the National Party that they posted today. And it's looking at everything the Labour Party has done wrong. But there's a bunch of factors here that literally make no sense whatsoever on an international scale. Things like our economy is doing better than most. Things like inflation, which is a global problem, and crime rates, which I'll get to shortly, but is nowhere near as bad as they like to make out. This kind of playing up to how people think society should be and what's actually happening, that's where social cohesion theory kicks in because we start to feel like society is breaking down on us. When it comes to our media, and all media really, there is the issue of trying to balance what's for the public good and what's going to get clicks and 
scary stories where everything looks like it's falling to pieces are the kind of things that get clicks. And there's some examples flicking through here of stuff that's actually been put out by New Zealand media outlets in the last 24 hours. And if you've ever doom scrolled, you know full well the effect that this can have on you psychologically about how you feel around what's going on around you and the world that you live in. And it's not necessarily put out there to make you feel like everything is falling to pieces unless it's Mike Hosking, but it's very much an effect of what this sort of media actually does. That's not to say that these media outlets aren't doing their job or shouldn't report on these things. What you have to remember though is what you're seeing is an individual story about an individual case or happening or element of something instead of the big picture. And when you look at the big picture, things aren't as bad or as scary as they seem. Let me give you a couple of examples. A look at that National Party example from before where they point out that inflation is out of control, when in reality our inflation rate is actually significantly lower than a lot of the countries that we deal with, including the UK, the United States, and if you ever look on a global scale, we're well under what some of the others have. We actually see the same thing again if we look specifically at crime rates around the country, because crime is always one of those things that's going to grab headlines but that doesn't necessarily mean it's getting worse and while there might be a highlight on specific crime like gun violence for example a couple of months back around Tamaki Makoto doesn't necessarily mean that you're seeing an overall increase in crime happening. So modern media has essentially created two problems which help us sort of understand that things are falling to pieces when it's really not. The first is mixing up or deliberately putting out opinion like it's news. People don't like it, but it's presented in a way that's news, and, and you know full well, you know full well who I'm talking about here, where they present opinion as fact, and that muddies the water a lot around how we interpret things and how we feel about things. The other thing that really plays havoc with us is social media commentary, and you kind of need to go back and have a look at the nasty video effect I did before. That comes into play about how we feel about things that are going on in general. Really, if we can't trust the media that we use to moderate and protect us in those spaces, why on earth would we not feel like we're being attacked or like things are falling to pieces and that we can't do anything about it? Social cohesion theory is designed, therefore, basically to tell us, don't panic, the world is nowhere near as scary as it seems, but you are right to do what you can to make it feel better because how you see the world is the most important part of social cohesion theory.